Hello everyone, it's Precious Pioneer and welcome to another episode of Precious the Foodie. Welcome everyone and happy holidays to you and your loved ones. I'm so happy that you stumbled upon my little show. Uh, this show is about the food we eat and how it shapes us all in everyday ways. And this week we're getting a little boozy and we're chatting about eggnog. Eggnog is a staple holiday Christmas drink and as a kid I really did not like it. Um, but I had my dad's eggnog rum the other day, and I wasn't mad at it. Um, maybe because the kid's version is just sugary milk? I always wondered, uh, what the heck is eggnog? Is it just eggs? Like, I was just so grossed out as a kid. I still kind of am to this day. I was just, I just had to do a show on this because, I don't know, do you guys actually know what it is. I thought it was kind of interesting when I actually looked it up and I looked up recipes and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should actually make this, test it out and share it with y'all. So uh, let's see. Uh, so like custard, uh, eggnog is basically like a custardy solution and some booze, but what actually is it? Like if you look at the ingredients, it says that it has high fructose corn syrup and other thickeners like guar gum and carrageenan. I pronounced that super wrong, so sorry. But basically they're like thickeners and, uh, but that doesn't sound too appetizing. And are there actually eggs in there? Are they raw or are they cooked? Well, today we're mixing in some holiday cheer and breaking down the basic of eggnog recipes. And it's not really that scary unless you're watching your calories. In that case, hmm, maybe you should skip this episode and listen to last week's. a brisk walk into history. Uh, this popular drink dates back all the way to medieval Britain, although it's been associated with Christmas since the 1700s, according to time. Um, it's believed to have come from this uh, drink called posset, which is like a hot curdled milk with ale and wine and spices. And eggs were so much more expensive back then, and so with added sherry and figs, it offered it was offered to like the wealthy and other monks, which made this drink like, wow, it's so great. And um, this drink made appearance in American colonies in the 18th century where eggs and rum were plentiful, and it was popular with Christmas because of its warm temperature and and its additional flavors that embodied the winter season. So the question we all want to know, what's in it? So going into ingredient number one, uh, yeah, there are raw eggs in eggnog. So I guess I guess we shouldn't really be surprised, but I kind of was. I was hoping it was some sort of like custard because custard is kind of like cooked a little bit at least and then it's made into a cold drink, you know what I mean? So like ice cream has eggs in it, but you know, you cook the eggs first and then you like make it in ice cream. Like this is no, this is just like straight up raw egg yolk. And it's usually four per quart and they're just mixed in with the rest of the ingredients. And um, for an incredible and for an incredibly sciencey reason, there's like an incredibly low risk of salmonella, like relating to the alcohol booziness of this recipe and how it kills off the bacteria. So like, 
yeah, if there was any chance of like an egg having salmonella in it after like a day or two with some scientific research, it just dies off because of all the booze that goes into eggnog. So I guess that's, we're safe. So, um, and then number two, kind of what goes into eggnog is sugar. Sugar makes a feature in all recipes, but um, how much it like, it varies on how sweet you want your final product to be. So if you're making this at home, um, there's all kinds of different sugar ratios, but really at the end of the day, it comes to like, mm, do I want this like diabetes sweet or do I want this like sugar free and just give me booze and cream, you know? So you can kind of like find a happy medium depending on what you actually like. So you can kind of like taste along the way. Um, another ingredient that's found in all of them is whole milk and whole milk is actually the building blocks, like the foundation of eggnog. So if you're gonna make it yourself, use the high quality stuff um, to kind of hold it together. And then um, if eggs and milk were not creamy enough for you, no worries. Heavy cream is number four and um, they're usually, the recipe is usually two parts whole milk to one part heavy cream. So that's like another ingredient that's added. And then turning up the fun, Next, uh, the other ingredients that are included in eggnog is the booze, of course, um, which I didn't know this, which I guess I shouldn't have known this as a kid, but like I said, I don't know, I guess it's like different now because like as a kid I drank this and I'm like, wow, this is like really gross. But to be fair, it was just like the cream milk sugar version. So it was like if milk was super thick and tasted like I just did not like it at all. But now it's like, okay, so now you add a lot of booze apparently. You have basically any choice of booze that you want. It just has to be a brown or dark liquor. So it can be like bourbon, rum, cognac, Jamaican rum, sherry, like literally whatever you like, you can add to your eggnog, which is really interesting. I didn't know it was so like, I don't know, I, I guess it makes sense how they say it's like a warming drink now. Like there's a lot of alcohol in this eggnog. Um, and then now uh, the next ingredient is like uh, to add your pumpkin spice honey. Like I guess like apparently you add, uh, you can add nutmeg. Nutmeg is the key to like the best quality eggnog and it's best when it's freshly grated but then you can like add your cinnamon and vanilla and other spices um that will give your drink some shine but most call for eggnog to make uh, like a signature feature so um and then uh this is included in some recipes um but not all of them which is like your whipped egg whites because you used all your egg yolks for the actual eggnog itself i guess they just wanted a way to like not waste all the egg whites you just used so they recommend whipping your eggnogs or geez whipping your egg whites and then adding it to your recipe um uh just to make uh your eggnog last longer it makes your eggnog last longer and it lightens up your eggnog eggnog a bit so it's not so like really heavy and creamy it actually like lightens up the um your palate I guess and something kind of fun about eggnog like that I actually didn't know about so this drink is so popular that President George Washington was even known for his killer eggnog recipe and that's like one of the main things that people actually use during the holiday season so I'm going to share it with you guys just in case you actually wanted to go out try it make it drink it if you're a huge eggnog fan I'm like in the converting range I guess like I'm 
learning to like it or trying it in ways that I haven't before so I can actually see what the hype is about because right now I'm kind of like hmm it's not so bad I like cream and vanilla and things the eggs is just what gets me I'm like what in the what but now I'm kind of just like I'm like okay let me just try it in xyz different formats and you know I'm like learning but if you're like already a super diehard eggnog like person this is the recipe for you try it send it to me I want to see but basically President George Washington's recipe egg, eggnog recipe goes um it's gonna be one quart cream one quart milk a dozen teaspoons of sugar it's like ridiculously specific a dozen teaspoons of sugar but I guess it, like I said it kind of with sugar it's like really depending on how sweet you like it but this is what he had he had done did I don't know why I thought to say that but there you go that is what he had done did um and then one pint of brandy half a pint of rye whiskey half a pint of Jamaican rum and half a pint of sherry that's a lot you're getting lit off of george washington's eggnog okay um so i guess the recipe goes um you're gonna mix your liquor first so like all your brandy risky risky rye whiskey your jamaican rum your sherry you're gonna mix that first and then you're gonna separate your yolks and your egg whites like i mentioned before so the best strategy that i like to do is to crack it and then just small enough so that the egg whites kind of fall out you can put it into like a bowl but it kind of like slips out because it like runs out I don't know how to describe that I guess you just have to like see so it's kind of almost still closed you're not it's not opened and then you like open the egg so you have like two halves in your hand and then just like transfer the egg yolk to each eggshell and then the egg whites kind of just fall off the sides because the shards of that uh, eggshell kind of cuts through it and it just falls off. So the egg whites just fall kind of easy. Um, there's all these like fun YouTube strategies though where you can, I've seen people suck it out, like wow, suck the um, egg yolk out of like with a water bottle and all these other like fun tricks. But I feel like that's the easiest, most efficient way to like kind of not get eggshells in and you know what I mean? So that there's a tip for, there, for you there. Um, but going on to the recipe, it also says, that um oh okay next you add your sugar to the beaten yolks beaten is like a fancy well, it's not really fancy but a term for that because you tell basically like you mix your or whip your yolks like usually kind of if you don't have a mixer you can kind of use a fork to get the air in them essentially like beating like getting whipping it to get some air in the egg yolks and um then you mix well and then you add your milk and your cream slowly beating um, your um, slowly beating. So next you're just gonna mix in your milk and your cream slowly um, because any transition, especially when you're uh, mixing wet ingredients, if it goes from like, I don't know how to describe it, like zero to a hundred, like if you suddenly, if you have like a little bit of liquid and then you suddenly add something completely different with a different consistency, it's like really hard to mix that evenly. But if you add like a little, a few drops at a time, like obviously not drops, but maybe like a quarter cup, you know, at a time, then it suddenly can go through a smooth transition as opposed to like something that's kind of really sticky to suddenly super wet you know it's really hard to like control that so like that's why they say kind of add it a little bit slowly um and then it says to okay so this is a example where the egg whites are actually utilized and it says to beat egg whites um until stiff um 
And stiff is a term that's kind of like, what does stiff mean? Uh, when you beat your egg whites, that's how meringues, like, have you ever seen like people with a blowtorch and there's like a pie and there's this white foam on top and then they get like a blowtorch and they like flambe it, that's what it's called, and you like blow the fire and then it crusts and everybody's like, whoa, so cool. Yeah, that's exactly what, that's egg whites. And you, you want it stiff like, the best way to describe it is like whipped cream. You know how when you pour, you have the little thing and you go and you put it on your hot chocolate or whatever and it's like really stiff. It doesn't like, it's cream, but it doesn't like fall into your milk. That's essentially what stiff is. Basically you're adding a lot of air bubbles and air pockets into it. So it actually holds up. So I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. That's essentially how a lot of baking and random things kind of work. Like how baking stuff works because all these little air pockets penetrated you know, whatever it is that kind of keeps it light and fluffy and awesome. So basically, sorry, like fun little tips here, but I think it's beneficial because it says beat egg whites until stiff. And if you don't know what that means, it's like really hard to, what is stiff, you know what I mean? So that's essentially what that is. And then you're gonna fold, which essentially is like not mixing. Mixing is when you like turn, 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 you know, but folding is literally like if you had your spatula really flat out is to turn your wrist over I'm, I'm like demonstrating this as if you guys can see me, but basically, yeah, like, and that's like if like at a one to be like one, two, and you turned your, like your wrist over. So imagine your, your hand out flat and then you just turned it over till your palms facing down and like a one, two speed, one, two. And then that's what you're doing. That's how slow you should be going when you're folding something over. Um, it's different from mixing because it's like, you know? as opposed to like fold. Because if you, air is such a funny thing because the thing is that when you add a lot of air to something, it'll definitely get the height and you'll get the stiffness and the peaks and all these cool things. But you could just as easily add air to something as you can knock it right out. So if you over mix, that's why like, when they say like, uh, make something for a certain amount of time and they're like, okay, only two minutes, it better be for only two minutes. Because if you do it for five minutes, then suddenly you added all the air and then as you're mixing it, it's like, and you're knocking all the air out. Like, I guess the best way to describe it is like, I have all these random examples. It's like an air mattress or whatever. Like you can fill it up with air, but if you plop on it, then like all the air like seeps out. That's exactly what you're doing every time you like over mix it. So like you can only fill it up to a certain, you can only add air to a certain amount. And then after that, it kind of just seeps out. So yeah, fun. Uh, this is a, <laughs> eggnog recipe and we're talking about air mattresses so uh yeah anyway i don't know i just want to break down cooking in a very simple way so you can kind of like remember it because now when you're making this recipe and you're mixing the eggnog you're like oh shoot i can't let my egg whites fall like an air mattress and like i like to make little brain associations because it's like funny and that's how you remember things well i guess everybody learns differently but that's how i remember things and it's kind of quirky, but it works. Um, so that's the recipe. So basically, if like this was a long recipe explanation, but basically you're gonna mix your liquor first, you're gonna separate the egg yolks and egg whites, and then you're gonna mix your, your egg yolks, mix them really well, then you're gonna, you're gonna add your milk and your cream, and then you're gonna mix it, and then separate bowl, you're gonna beat your egg whites until it's really stiff and to like a whipped cream consistency, like really thick, and then you're gonna fold like add your egg whites to your liqueur mixture, um, really slowly, fold it in nice, 
and then you're going and then you're done so then you're going to set it into a cool place like your refrigerator for several days and then you're going to taste it frequently um what's mostly recommended for this recipe is to um if you're planning to make eggnog or something for a party or for an event to make it like four days in advance because over time it it kind of lasts it tastes better i guess it like kind of I don't know how to describe it. Like, you know how they say, like, lasagna is better the second day? It's because, like, it needs time to rest. Like, when you take a lasagna out, it kind of falls apart when you first take it out the oven. And then the perfect ideal lasagna is, like, the perfect layers and stuff. But you only can do that if you chill it for, like, a day. And that's why leftovers are always better. It's, like, that same sort of concept when it comes to eggnog. Like, it's better to rest it for a day or two. And then it becomes, like, more togetherness. And then it's, like, amazing. But your homemade eggnog only lasts for, like, a week or two. So... Uh, I would say like don't make too much but at the same time if you're throwing a party or something it be, might be the perfect amount you just have to drink it fast and um, <laughs> maybe like drink some water after I don't know but um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you like more recipe or more food inspired shows just let me know I always am willing and would love to hear your feedback and things like that so whether you love or hate this holiday cocktail it is a classic that's going to be sticking around for a long time tag me and your favorite holiday drinks on Instagram at Precious Foodie, of course, and I'd love to test them out, drink them, sample them, let you know what I think. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for always tuning into my show. Um, that's all for this episode. And so as always, live life with love and love food with life. Bye. See you guys. Happy holidays.